So it would be easy to start talking about the um, moral flaws of both the student loan system as well as the prison system because they're both abhorrent systems that are morally unjustifiable in my opinion. But the one that I wanted to start with is actually one that I would probably consider a little bit more controversial because it is a deeply ingrained social construct within Western as well as, well, most of society. It's proliferated through Eastern society to a certain degree as well. Um, And that would be the concept of marriage and specifically um, the constructs that have been built around divorce. Because marriage is a very, very old, um, I guess, yeah, construct is the best word. And generally, it was a necessity for a vast majority of our history. Um, It provided stability through the family unit. And just by kind of sticking people together, um, you know that you have someone that you can rely on that won't leave you no matter what. And so, um, obviously, there's a lot of religious significance throughout different cultures. And generally, that family unit has been the backbone of our civilization for a very long time. But unfortunately, well... I don't have any grievances with marriage itself, Um, but unfortunately in our current society, um, specifically in the United States, there has been a very insidious construct around divorce. And generally you would figure that, well, generally the concept of divorce shouldn't even really be a thing if you go by um, the Christian like reading of marriage. I mean, it shouldn't be something that you're capable of doing, but um, you are, and I think you should be able to. But um, there have been large legal entities as well as just societal constructs that have realized that the existence of divorce is ripe for exploitation, unfortunately. And these are people who are generally pretty unsavory to begin with, primarily the legal and lawyer types, Um, not people who are, you know, paragons of virtue, in my opinion. But they have recognized that through influencing people who are currently going through divorce, they can use marriage as well as divorce as a way of extracting resources from a couple. Theoretically, you would want, if you were getting divorced from your partner, you would want you to get half of your resources as well as your partner to, and then for a certain amount of resources to be set aside for the children, if there are any. And in an ideal world, that's how, you know, couples would split. But um, unfortunately, that's not how things happen. And so what will happen generally is 
they have to go through a whole legal system and obviously because the couple's like emotions are high and people are just kind of vindictive by nature um these lawyers can effectively pit the couples against each other and then the longer they can draw out the mediation process and divorce can be a brutally long and grueling endeavor for all the parties and unfortunately it can get drawn out for years and years and years and years and that is to the benefit of nobody except for the divorce lawyers because they charge an asinine rate and then of course they don't have the best interests of the couples at mind almost always I've found and so through you know I mean society in general pretty much pressures people to couple up as well as to get married and then like I said, the concept of marriage on a religious and a social level is a beautiful thing, but once it becomes a legal entity, it allows the legal system itself to interact with it in a predatory way, because effectively these lawyers can pit the couples against each other and, you know, when you have someone whose job it is to extract money from people, um, who are having a divorce, I mean, they're, you know, whispering in the ear of the, of the husband or whispering in the ear of the wife, and they know that the longer they can draw this out, the more they can, you know, pull in hourly rates, and you'll get, a, you'll get to a point where even after all said and done and the divorce is, you know, finally finalized, both of the um, parties have been completely financially devastated, like, they have nothing left because the longer they were staying in that insidious system, the more, you know, the lawyers and the legal fees can just draw capital away from them. And unfortunately, they don't really, a lot of people don't recognize what's happening because they're so focused on, you know, their emotional state and, you know, they're being vindictive towards their spouse or their ex-spouse. Um, and... Yeah, they're pitted against each other when, you know, in a perfect world, they would split with half of their assets each. And then after a while, through that battle, um, they're left with nothing. And it's brutal because on one hand, it's very socially destructive to go through a marriage because it disrupts, like, all the security around the concept of a family so you know you've got your friends who are like weirded out by oh can we go hang out with you know him because they're divorced now and we were friends as like a couple and so that destruction coupled with the fact that the legal system is intentionally complicated like there's no reason for our legal system to be so complicated other than the fact that lawyers are the beneficiary and also the writers of the law. Um, well, technically, I think judges are the ones who are the final mediators of law. But everything's done in legalese um, so that they can perpetuate their own existence, unfortunately. Um, and they charge ridiculous rates for that. 
because, you know, they went through law school and took on a whole bunch of debt. And that kind of gets into, you know, the student loan crisis as well. But at the end of the day, the as marriage is right now in the United States, it is a corrosive entity. And that's explicitly because of the legal system built around it. Um, and I will state that it is shifted in favor of the women. So um, generally the wife will almost always be favored by that system. And you could make the argument that that's just or not, especially if the women more than likely take custody of the children. That doesn't always happen. You know, there are some outliers and things like that. But as a man in the United States, other than like a couple tax benefits for being married, I don't think that it is a system that I'd ever really want to enter into because you can have a family structure and a relationship and you can even have kids and all those things. But once you put yourself into, you're effectively inviting, you know, the legal system and the United States government into your romance life, which I feel like is a place that they do not belong. And so, and I mean, from experience, I mean, my parents got divorced when I was uh, between 14 to 17. Um, and it's true, like, they came out of that much worse for wear than if they had just sat down and split everything amongst themselves. And that's because, you know, they had, you know, the lawyers whispering in their ears and, you know, oh, they're, you know, if you don't do this, then they might do that. And, you know, they're playing, he said, she said, in order to instigate conflict and to draw out the process because they're paid hourly. Um, and they're paid, like I said, a ridiculous sum hourly. So, I don't know, It's it seems horribly pessimistic to tell people not to get married, but at the same, well, because, like, you know, there's so much positive influence and historical and societal um, significance behind the concept of marriage, and the fact that we have predatory systems built it's almost as if there's like a tax on you know going back on your vows and i don't believe that contributes to the happiness of society because you should never be forced to stay with someone who you're not happy with and also the fact that there are people who legitimately benefit from pitting couples against each other is wrong well it's it's evil because you're you're contributing to the suffering of society um and unfortunately there is the reality that um like a lot of people you know people aren't dumb they they realize that by marrying someone and then divorcing them you can extract a significant amount of wealth and that creates a predatory environment as well that's not good um and so, yeah, fundamentally, I don't think the state of marriage is not a healthy one. Um, and it's not something that 
people should go into lightly. Um, personally, I don't think people should enter in it at all, but because of religious significance and stuff like that, that might skew one way or the other. But the thing is, it's just recognize that when you get married, there are huge institutions that benefit and are sustained through the extraction of wealth from by creating conflict that is divorce because divorces don't have to be so messy but they are because it allows those you know institutions to extract more money over a longer period of time and so it's wrong and it's something that we should bring more attention to but yeah it's just one of those systems of suffering that we kind of turn a blind eye to i mean everyone's no know, everyone knows someone who's like oh he you know he got a divorce and it ruined him and it's like well why why did that happen i mean like everyone's like oh well you know we got a divorce it's like yes but like it, it's become common knowledge now to us that you know when you get a divorce it destroys you but why does that have to be and it doesn't um and you know we kind of get this kind of fatalism of oh well you know that's what you get for going back on your vi on your va um vows for going back on your vows and you know that's the punishment of you know breaking that promise and such and so on and you should be miserable but that's just simply not the case that's too cruel of a way to look at that and and people should always be able to pursue their own happiness and to be someone who extracts value from creating misery like i said that's to enrich yourself by creating misery and suffering is evil it's that's it's wrong and that's probably one of the most basic forms of evil um and so i just wanted to bring more awareness as well as to just kind of flesh out my own thoughts about that system um because it's not one that people talk about much um despite the fact that these systems don't get talked about nearly about enough uh nearly enough already it's one that definitely flies under the radar um and it, i think it is because of that like you know People think that, you know, you deserve what you get and it's like and they're willing to overlook those large institutional systems that are trying to extract wealth from couples who would maybe, you know, be able to work things out on their own or be happier just to split and to keep half their wealth. But the fact of the matter is, depending on how messy that situation is and how many hooks that system can get into that couple they can take anywhere from god like half to almost everything like i've seen people who lost literally well not literally almost figuratively everything um just because they you know they gave in to that urge to spite the other partner and the other partner did as well and it was all being fed by you know the devil on their shoulder which was their divorce lawyer and these people do this for a living and it's well and truly wrong